Hey, what's up guys? Aaron Bennett here. This is the latest recap for the Celsius AMA that happened on Friday, the 13th of August, 2021. So we have Alex coming to us from his home in New York, Zach, of course, and we have Tal, the loan queen, the woman in charge of loans coming to us from Tel Aviv, Israel. And we have Brian coming to us from San Luis Obispo, which is a really pretty town on the coast of California. And the big announcement is California is officially open for loans. And the promo for California, 0% APR with a 25% LTV loan. This is just for California residents. And somebody else joined the AMA. His name is Miko. I've seen him on previous AMAs. So they're doing a fun competition right now. They officially launched the California Loans. And Miko and Brian, who both live in California, are both on their phone seeing who can complete their 0% loan the fastest. So there's a couple videos they made, which I'm not going to really show, but it's just explaining how to take out a loan in California. I am very excited about this. My uh, my account was created in California, so I haven't been able to take out a loan up until today. So I will show you guys how that works in probably the next video I make. So why this took so long is because it was just very difficult to get the California Finance Lender Law License, which you can see here on the very bottom right of the screen. So one thing with Celsius is they always do everything with 100% compliance. They are never trying to cut any corners and they're never trying to rush anything before it is 100% legal. So that's why it's taken this long. So Tal just said there are 25 people in growing who are working in the loans department. So Tal says like with all the loans, there is a $500 minimum for the loan. So if you're in California, that would mean that you would need to do a $2,000 collateral. You need to give them $2,000 to get that 25% LTV, which would be a $500 loan at 0%. So Alex said that the largest institutional loan they've ever offered was $100 million, and he says they're still paying interest on that, which he likes. So he also reminds people that if you want your loan for 10 years, for example, you can do so. Just because the app says three years is the max, it doesn't actually mean that three years is the max. You can extend it for basically as long as you want. So Alex is talking about Coinbase, how they released their numbers, how well their business did. I think he said $2.25 billion in revenue and over a billion dollars in profit. And they were bragging to Wall Street about how high those numbers were. And Alex says again that, you know, all of this profit that Coinbase made was taken from the customers. He's holding up an hourglass right now in the video, making the analogy that in the very middle of that hourglass, it gets very, very small. And that is where these companies literally squeeze out all the fees or they are squeezing you into this tiny little, you know, this tiny little space because they are trying to take fees wherever they can from you. Whereas with Celsius, they want to share that value creation with the community so everybody can be profitable and everybody can share in the success of Celsius, not just a couple investors like with Coinbase. So here are the weekly statistics for August 6th to August 12th. Absolutely huge. So net inbound transfers 301.4 million dollars. So for the month, that would be over 1.2 billion dollars of net inbound transfers, which is the biggest or would, would be the biggest month that Celsius has ever had. So right now, Alex is thanking all of the over 425 employees that work with Celsius to make this happen. And these are the daily stats from yesterday, August 12th. 
you can see net inbound transfers, $22.47 million. I just wanna pause here. If you're watching this video, Miko on the very bottom right, uh, who is an advisor of Celsius and has also been in the crypto community for many, many, many years. This guy has the most sunny, friendly disposition I've ever seen. This guy is just like smiling and grinning. I feel like this guy must be meditating a lot. So Alex says that unlike other companies that pay millions of dollars in advertising a year, or he references Crypto.com, who puts their name on uh, the UFC jerseys, which honestly I think is pretty cool, but we'll see how much that comes back to the community. Alex said he'd rather just uh, use that money and pay the community and not just give it to advertisers. Alex also reminds everybody that he is the biggest user or has the most money in Celsius. So this is all benefiting him too, but instead of it just benefiting him, the CEO, he's sharing it with everybody else, over a million people in Celsius. And that's one of the biggest differences. So Migo's talking about why he thinks this Ethereum 1559 is very, very good. Basically, Ethereum is being burned every single day. And he mentions that Vitalik Buterin, the CEO of, or the founder of Ethereum, calls it ultrasound money, basically referencing how Bitcoiners think that their static 21 million Bitcoin is the soundest money. He's saying that no, it can even get better because we are burning Ethereum every single day. And here is the screen watchtheburn.com, which shows all of the ETH burned since EIP 1559 took place. So they're talking about when ETH2 is launched sometime next year, all of the fees will be going to the stakers, which basically Ethereum is moving from proof of work to proof of stake. And Alex said that they are one of, or Celsius is one of the largest Ethereum stakers for ETH2. And Alex says that staking ETH will be a large revenue stream for Celsius. So somebody asked about the loans. Does it affect your credit score? And the answer is no, they are not doing any type of credit check and nothing will appear on your credit score. Somebody asked, will the number of loans being requested show up in the proof of community? And Tal says that she would love that to be a part of it, so probably it will be in the future. So regarding multi-collateral loans, basically taking a loan against your entire Celsius balance, they are working on that. They've been working on that for a while. They said in the next couple months that should be live, but she does remind everybody that you can take as many loans as you want. So if you want to take a loan against your Bitcoin balance, take a separate loan against your Ethereum balance, take a separate loan against any other coin in your wallet, you can do so. But as of this video, you can't take one loan against your entire balance yet. So somebody asked a question that has come up a lot, but Alex is going to explain it. Basically, how can you offer loans where I am just paying Celsius 1% or 0% in California, but Celsius is able to pay us 8% or higher depending on the coin. So he starts out by saying that for you to get that 1% or 0% loan, you are giving Celsius four times the collateral. So for you to get a $1,000 loan, you're giving Celsius $4,000. And remember that that $4,000 that you're giving to them as collateral, that four grand is not earning you the interest that it usually would be earning you. So if you give them $4,000 of Bitcoin as collateral, that four grand is not earning weekly interest. And basically what happens is Celsius's job, and they have many, many, many people working on this, is to safely earn yield on that collateral. And the yield that they earn is more than what they pay the community. So if they're paying you 8% for stablecoins, 
they are possibly making in the teens or, you know, 14, 15, 16, I'm not quite sure, but they're making more than 8% on that collateral to pay us eight. And he says that Celsius is the only place that offers these zero or 1% loans is because they have more institutional relationships. They're more efficient and they have more ways and safer ways and sustainable ways of earning yield on that collateral, whereas other companies just don't have those connections. So somebody asked Miko, where do you see the Bitcoin dominance going and how will that affect all the other altcoins? So he is saying that his long-term prognostication for Bitcoin dominance is going to be 50%. So he gets to this conclusion looking at it from, I forgot what he said, something very complex, some mathematical theory, looking at things from very, very holistic viewpoints. So Alex reminds everybody that the Bitcoin dominance was around 75 and then it went down to a low of around 46% dominance. So Alex is less concerned about the percentage of Bitcoin dominance, but more so the entire market cap of Bitcoin and altcoins and looking at it from a more holistic viewpoint of building bridges between traditional finance and DeFi and basically how everything is working together rather than toxic Twitter environment. That's my words. If you go on Twitter, it's very toxic. Everyone is calling names at each other uh, who don't support each other's coins. Whereas Alex wants to build bridges and have everybody win. So Alex is saying that, you know, this infrastructure bill is trying to get more tax from the crypto market. But he says that, okay, maybe you get another 10 or $20 billion of tax paid to the government. But the government is spending trillions and, you know, how much of an effect really is a couple extra billion dollars in tax? Alex said this is not the way to go. This doesn't make any sense. And we need to basically look at things from a different lens, not just trying to tax people more. Also on the bottom of the screen, they are flashing the updated rates. These are for the United States right here. USDC, 8.88%. For Bitcoin, 6.2 for your first Bitcoin. After one Bitcoin in your wallet, it goes to 3.51%. For Ethereum, 5.35 for your first 100 ETH and any ETH over 100, it goes to 5.05. And the international rates, if you earn in sell token, USDC can go up to 11.21%. Bitcoin is going to be the same, 6.2 for your first Bitcoin. Any Bitcoin after one goes to 3.51. So somebody asked about tax forms for loans. And basically, if you need something specific, you can reach out to the loan team, but they already issue 1099s and basically everything you need to know in the United States for taxes. So Alex is reminding everybody that more loans means more yield and more yield means we pay the community more. So one of the stories Alex is covering is Circle, the company behind the stablecoin USDC, is looking to become a national digital currency bank. And now he's talking about the hack with Poly Network, not to be confused with Polygon, like it has a lot on Twitter, exploiting and stealing $600 million worth of crypto. So Miko and Alex are talking about what happened here with the hack, talking about multi-sig, talking about how some people can say they deleted one of the original keys and then they didn't. And they're getting into some technical talk about why hacks like this have happened and why Miko said it's very difficult and it's time consuming and most DeFi platforms don't wanna actually do it the right way. And also saying that these bridges like Poly Network was will be hacked more in the future. And Alex was on Cheddar.com, Cheddar News, talking about the crypto tax infrastructure package. So Alex says that the silver lining of the fact that 
the entire Senate and the world is talking about crypto tax is that we are beyond the point where they're talking about making it illegal or trying to shut crypto down in any sense. So this is big news. Chainlink announces cross-chain interoperability protocol CCIP $16 billion lending giant Celsius Network commits to CCIP for this cross-chain DeFi solution. So Alex is saying the difference between Celsius and other companies is other companies are trying to do something completely separate from the other blockchains. Whereas with CCIP, with Chainlink, and what Celsius has been doing from day one is trying to integrate and create bridges, not just between traditional finance and DeFi, and also give users access to earn yield on different coins from many different blockchains. So somebody asked Miko, where do you see the NFTs and the gaming coins going in the future? So he says that he thinks NFTs are going to cover all intellectual properties in the future, from software licenses to photography and art. He says that NFTs at their core are a proof of rights, of ownership rights. But he sees NFTs being able to regulate all ownership of any kind of legal requirement or contract. So Alex agrees with Miko saying that we are still the very, very beginning of what's going to be possible with with NFTs specifically. Alex says that the knowledge gap between the people in the know and not in the know is getting so big, meaning that most people in the world still have no idea what Bitcoin is or how it works necessarily. And we are already creating derivatives and NFTs and ownership rights and smart contracts. So Cardano update, August 18th, it is coming to the platform. So somebody asked, is there a way to pay down part of your loan? Basically, Tal said, if you want to change the rate, if you want to change the terms of your loan, you just have to email them at loans at celsius.network with any type of special question or request in that matter. So somebody asked Tal, why take a loan with Celsius and not a competitor? Long story short, they have the best rates, no hidden fees, and the best customer service. So an update with the loans. Tal is training the team to allow people to call the loans team. So this will be live soon. Uh, there is no exact date, but the goal is to have a phone number where anybody can ask questions and actually talk to a Celsius loan team member and get answers to any questions about their loan. So somebody asked that when they applied for a loan, they got an email from Celsius asking for a utility bill. Tal said that this is legit and sometimes required if, for example, you're logging in from a different location or there's some flag that they need to make sure that you are who you say you are and all that. As always, PSA, double, double check the address that it's being sent from. It should be at celsius.network. So somebody asked, why should you take a loan versus using the credit card? Alex basically says that both are intended for you not to sell your crypto. Uh, we don't have all the information on the credit card yet. Obviously, I will be reporting that when it comes out. So subscribe if you want to get the latest news on that. But that is the goal for both not to sell your crypto. Somebody asked if you can take a loan against your sell token in California. The answer is yes. So somebody asked Miko how he came to crypto. He says he's been working on open source software for decades. Basically, open source developers, they are wanting consent. They just want to exist and have consent of the community. And that led him to Bitcoin. And Bitcoin became basically the internet beginning to print money. 
and trying to get your consent. And he says that Celsius is such a big part of this crypto revolution because it's allowing people to get access and get a taste for all these different ways of earning yield, all these different kind of parts of the crypto community from staking, from DeFi. And he said that Bitcoin and crypto is just a better competition for consent. And that's why he got involved. So what Miko's talking about very passionately is how he is seeing and he's investing in companies that are doing blockchain gaming like Axie Infinity, which didn't even exist a year ago and is responsible for more ETH being burned than Uniswap. And he's saying that this competition for consensus is going to bring more and more wonderful companies to the public because why would somebody stay with a company that's not treating them as well as another company? He also thinks that there will be companies that will pay people not just to game, like what has happening in Axie Infinity, where people are getting played to play video games or blockchain games, but also pay you to stream or pay you to watch videos or pay you to uh, interact in other ways. And he's saying that people will be properly incentivized for all of their efforts. So somebody asked Tal, can you take a longer loan and use that loan to buy real estate? And she says, yes, you can do that. So you can just extend your loan term inside the app. So Tal is saying they are continuing to innovate everything you can do regarding loans inside of the app. So you don't actually need to talk to somebody directly. And they want the experience with Celsius to be very, very, or the most user-friendly and enjoyable experience when it comes to banking. So somebody asked, how soon do we have to act before we get liquidated when we get that margin call email? So first off, Tal says they try everything in their power to not liquidate you. They hate doing that. So the contract is 24 hours, but they will reach out to you. But she says, better for you to reach out to the Celsius team if you need more time to come up with funds or you want to work something out with them. But she says if you do hit that 80% LTV, then you must contact them and let them know what's going on so you don't get liquidated. All right, guys, that is it for the AMA. I hope you enjoyed it. Friday the 13th, August 2021. If you're not subscribed to my station and you watch these every week, please hit that subscribe button trying to grow my station uh, also subscribe to Celsius' station too, so you don't miss out on anything they put out. I'm on Twitter, follow me there, and also links below for all the different projects, coins, and companies that I use on a regular basis. Thanks again, and until next time, talk with you soon, and bye for now.